Welcome to the She Speaks Podcast. I am your host, Shanika, but for this forum, you can call me Neek or Sis. This is a show for women that discusses real life topics to let you know that you are not alone on this journey called life. And while we're taking this journey, I'm also encouraging you to embrace the concept of true sisterhood. Are you ready, sis? Let's go. Hey, sis. Today, I'm excited about this Dope Soul episode. As you know, I feel some type of way when I get to highlight dope souls, especially when they're doing extra dope things in the community and in the lives of others. And today, I am excited to sit down with a dope soul, Darnell Da Vinci, founder and visionary of Da Vinci Yoga Fit. So Da Vinci Yoga Fitness is a lifestyle fitness brand aiming to encourage others to keep growing into their strongest, healthiest selves. I (laughs) cannot wait for you to hear about and from this brother who is making a positive impact within his community and the lives of others. So just to give you a little bit of background, Darnell Da Vinci is an actor, model, and personal trainer with backgrounds in martial arts, weightlifting, distance running, rock climbing, as well as baseball and swimming. And he brings with him a wealth of experience. Woo, (laughs) y'all. First things first, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to allow me to interview you for the She Speaks podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on. This is is definitely an honor to be speaking with another dope soul like yourself. (laughs) Thank you so much. So dope souls, we are about to get started. So Darnell, for the people who do not know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey? Okay, well, thank you. My name is Darnell Da Vinci. Uh, I am owner and founder of Da Vinci Yoga. To incorporate yoga and all different other aspects of health and fitness into my personal training regime. I've been an avid fitness person uh, pretty much all my life. Just like you said, I've got backgrounds in from martial arts to different kinds of sports to boxing. Um, I just kind of fell in love with just moving my body at some point in time. And I never really stopped <laughs> unless you count sleeping. So, uh, I mean, just one day I decided, you know, I want to learn, you know, my what my body's limits are. And from that point, I just never found them hence but i was uh, continuously curious to, to just keep moving and just keep discovering myself so um yeah and then i feel like uh it started when i was maybe ending my ending my high school career so to speak i wasn't really into any sports at that time like i don't know what do you want to say professionally or seriously yeah. um but personally i just was like yeah let's let's try to see what we can do and i don't know from one thing led to another and i just started doing more and more and next thing you know it just turned into a whole business uh people started asking me to show me how to do what you do and i was like okay well you know let's talk about a price and boom it just kind of formulated that way okay okay that is dope Uh, i think it's amazing to be able to use your skill sets right to one uh create a healthy lifestyle and then two i mean if you 
are able to make a little cash while that happens, I think that's amazing too, right? Because it's also about just creating that wealth for us and our families as well. So uh, I appreciate you giving us that background. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad my hobby turned into something of an income stream. So yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about your platform, uh, Da Vinci Fitness Yoga, uh, Yoga Fit, my apologies, and why you created it and its purpose and your vision. So we talked a little bit earlier when we were initially talking about how we were going to uh, do the podcast, but can you please tell everyone how you came up with the name? Uh, well, okay. It, it kind of comes into a couple of different parts. Uh, the first one obviously is the Da Vinci. Where did that name come from? Where the, you know, just what is up with that? Everybody asked me that. I mean, well, actually nobody really asks me that anymore. They kind of just go along with it. Like what's up Da Vinci, which I think is awesome. But in the beginning they were like, yo, what's up with that? Why do you do that? And I was just like, well, don't you know who Da Vinci was? Like Leonardo Da Vinci, like this guy was a, a polymath. He spoke multiple languages. He followed a lot of different sciences. He studied all different kinds of religions, mathematics, you know, uh, the human anatomy. You know, this guy was one of the pioneers for discovering, you know, muscle tissue within the human body and mapping it out and, you know, actually displaying it in a, um, you know, in a visual form, like he drew it. Um, and he used all of his different ideologies all of his different levels of intelligence to just propel him forward in just many different ways and the more and more I, I learned and studied of Leonardo da Vinci the more I was just fascinated with who he was because I mean this guy lived in the 1400s like he had nothing of the level of technology that we had today but he made so many advances just in so many different fields and industries like this guy was just phenomenal I was just like wow like who could I equate Leonardo da Vinci to today? And after I thought for a minute, you know, I, I mean, there's some people who are advanced in technology, advanced in this and that. But I was like, you know what? I don't really see anybody. I would love to emulate that. I mean, because I consider myself something of an artist, a poet. I'm an engineer. I work in technology. Um, that's like my trade. But right. that's not necessarily what I love to do, you know, yeah. obviously. And um, I mean, I kind of just. I don't know, the more and more I started researching is actually my friends who just started like my close friends. They were like, yo, what up, what up Vinci? What up D? And I was like, he was like, yeah, man, you keep talking that Da Vinci stuff, man. We might as well just go ahead and call you that. There's like two of my friends and they just kind of had this inside joke going about it. And it was, I think it was for about six, seven months. They just kept like, they were kind of like picking with me, you know, cause it was like, that was all I could talk about. You know, like yeah. when you get stuck on something, it's like, you know, there's just, I don't know, you could find any way to segue it into that. But I mean, all of my talks on, uh, I'd say talks, because my, my friends know I, I'm known for going into going off on rants on various <laughs> subjects. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't have to be health or fitness. So we could be talking about politics or, you know, the weather, man. Yeah. And I'm probably going to just start spewing something if I'm feeling engaged enough. But I mean, uh, it was just, I, I, I guess they just was like, yo, man, you know, this is you, you know, you, you're talking about this and that and this and that. it's like, you don't just stick to one subject, but you're not just like, you know, you're, you're not just curious about one subject. You, you actually go in and research and you know, dive right in. And um, that's just kind of how it kind of felt to be my moniker, so to speak, my just my, my alias Da Vinci, you know, it's like when I, I guess they, they now they have it. Is, he's in his Da Vinci mode. It's basically when I like switch something on, and I'm just really tapped in and serious about what's going on in the present moment. Yeah. Where you just can't shake me. Like there's no talking about anything else, especially especially when we're working out. Like you know, we're talking <laughs> about working out. We're talking about fitness. We're talking about right. health and wellness right here. Um, but yeah, that's how Da Vinci kind of came about. And then uh, this time last year, actually, 
uh, I kind of fell into yoga very heavily. Um, I was stuck in the house. A lot of us were stuck in the house. It was COVID, you know, a lot of personal things I had in my life going on and we couldn't really, uh, I just couldn't get out the house, yeah. but, and I got tired of, you know, my everyday fitness routine, you know, I do pull-ups and work out with my body and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, what's something that I can do to still get the, the max, still put in the maximum effort and still get the results that I want, but it's different. Like I'm tired of doing pull-ups and push-ups yeah. and crunches, like what's something different. Um, and then somehow I think, I'm not sure what it was. I probably was like on YouTube and it was probably like a yoga YouTube video. And I did that. And I was like, yo, this feels amazing. I was sweating. <laughs> I was dripping. And I was like, yo, and I had, uh, it was summertime too. So, yeah. you know, I had the windows all open and it was, it was still airy, but I was hot, yeah. but I felt, I was, a, I felt amazing. I was like, yo, this is awesome. And so, you know, I was looking more into it. I actually joined, um, a nonprofit organization called Black Boys Home. Shout out to Black Boys Home. I love them. They're phenomenal. Uh, our founder, CEO, Danny, he's an awesome guy. You know, it's an international organization designed to bring yoga, meditation, um, and uh, yoga, meditation, and mindfulness to Black men and boys. Although we're inclusive to just about anybody, yes. it's specifically oriented to Black men and boys um, right. for, for a lot of different reasons. And um, it was through that organization that uh, they made me aware of a yoga teacher training coming up. Yoga teacher training is just the certification method that yoga teachers go through, uh -huh. YTT short. Uh, a YTT that was coming up that um, a, a woman was offering uh, to specifically to people of color. Yeah. And um, she was she actually ended up giving me a spot in her class um, for free. Uh, and I wouldn't say it was for free, you know, because I had to show up and I had to actually be there. I had to invest my time and my mental capacity. Like there was another woman of color who couldn't join me during the process because she wasn't able to make that investment. It was, you know, you had to be there for three to five hours a day, depending right. on, and it was all virtual on the computer because mm -hmm. COVID. And, um, but the, the biggest thing about that was that me and her uh, had a conversation beforehand and she actually felt compelled to offer something for free because she, she saw it as her form, her personal form of reparations towards mm -hmm. uh, people of color and just in America and the world, um, just however she offered. Um, and it was very, it was a very deep moment us having that conversation because I've never, I've never even heard of another white woman or white person at all talk to me personally about reparations and what yeah. they could do to, yeah. uh, to kind of atone for their ancestors and the way that yeah. they treated, you know, they're not even their ancestors, shoot, their grandmas and grandpas, yeah. and the way that they treated folks. But um, it was very profound just the way that she engaged with me. And I was like, you know what, I would love to be a part of this course. And um, I mean, I graduated, I got certified. It was a, uh, started at the end of last year um, mm -hmm. and I was certified in February of this year. I've been certified to teach yoga all along. And I mean, once I initially went through the course, I was like, man, this kind of changes my whole perception of fitness, yes. uh, yoga. And I'm sorry, I know it's long-winded as a long thing, but no, no, yoga you're fine. My whole perception of fitness, it, it yeah. really did uh, because it made me look at fitness from an inside out uh, capacity like everybody looks at being fit is like oh you look like you're in shape oh you right. look great or you you know the the physicality the muscles this and that it's like what can you what do you look like but yoga started it's it's an internal process you know you do move the body but it starts with really it starts up here mentality and you know you're connecting you're using the the word yoga means to unite it's unification of the mind body you know it's if, if I could say anything, the most basic form of the physical aspect of yoga is just bringing the mind and body together and synchronizing them while you're, you know, 
being a little bit and while you're using your breath, you know, while you're breathing, <laughs> mind body connection through breath work. It's, it's like, that's probably like one of the most universal definitions for yoga. And once I really got into yoga and more knowledgeable about it, mm-hmm. reading and research, getting into my Da Vinci mode, once I just tapped in, I was like, oh man, this is going to really change the game. And so I wanted to try to introduce that more so to people that I was training with, um, my client and, uh, also myself, I'm my first client. If nobody else knows, I'm my first and most important client because without me, I don't know how to teach anybody else. I got to train myself before I can train anyone. If I don't know it, I can't teach you. So it was definitely the process. I mean, yoga, fitness, Da Vinci, they all just kind of came together one day and was just like, you know what, let me turn this into something tangible, you know, like, let me try to make it into my, you know, make myself into something, I guess, that people would I don't know people want to learn from and that's it's it's definitely still being molded because like i said i've been into this since this year but fitness has been a thing that's been part of my life for a long time but i really do see uh there's been a lot of attention <laughs> people have been wanting to hit me up for various different things and i'm like uh i don't know if i can do that but i would definitely love to try and join and at least you know try to lend a helping hand or something but yeah I'm, here we are da vinci yoga fitness and it's, it's still blossoming and growing that is amazing so as you were talking i was like oh this is this is super dope because i like how you found out about yoga through a completely different organization who was targeting um black men and boys right and then yeah. in that there was someone else who wanted to also encourage people of color from a wellness aspect to get involved and then you, hopped on, you hopped on that and now here you are helping others um, and I like what you said about yoga focuses on that internal I, I will say internal work right making sure your mind and your body line up because as you know last year uh 2020 (laughs) I I think if I just say 2020 people kind of cringe like oh right but um you were able to find some sort of peace in that year based off of what you already love to do but then it seems like yoga just kind of put the icing on the cake um if I could say it that way and I love that because you're showing us that there are different ways to recenter. And I know for me, um, this is just being a female, there's a lot of focusing on the outside on how you look, right? Um, Whether you're fit, whether you're thick, whether it's, you know, just those different things. But sometimes we forget to do that internal work. So I do thank you for reminding us that it should be unified Mm -hmm. mentally and physically because sometimes we're looking physically like oh i'm this i'm that but that internal work ah (laughs) sis or bro you know we got some we got some stuff to do Um, so with that with the internal work because for me as a podcaster and a blogger when i write i am reliving some of those things that i'm writing about or i'm processing that so For us, can you tell us how bringing in the yoga has helped you with some of your internal work? And we don't have to get extremely deep, but just when you realize that, yo, this is an alignment here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the biggest way that yoga has helped is it, it enlightened me to the stuff that I 
didn't know that I didn't know. You know, right. like, like it's, yeah, have you ever watched that episode of Boondocks where like Samuel Jackson, he's talking to the white guy and he's like, there are known knowns and there are known unknowns. And then there are unknown unknowns, things that we didn't know that we didn't know. Well, uh, that right there was what yoga introduced me to. It was like the unknown unknowns, the stuff that I didn't know that was going on within myself. And, you know, like, it's the, like, we could go talk about the chakras, the chakra sensors. Like, you know, people talk about, you know, there's the sacral chakra and the root chakra, everything going on all the way up the spine. And the spine is like a connector aligner for, you know, it's a, it's a conduit for these chakra centers, which are just energy, energy centers within the body. Yeah. I didn't know that, you know, there's ways that, you know, just going through yoga, there's different yoga poses that tap further into those chakra centers. And if those chakra centers have not been tapped into, they can become blocked. They can become reversed. Some things that, that will have you in an energetic capacity, really thrown off your square. You know, you would think that if like, okay, you know, I'm going throughout my day, I'm doing what it is I need to do. I'm in my daily routine, you know, on the outside, every on the external, everything is fine, but you're still feeling kind of off. You know, you don't understand like why you get depressed or why you get anxiety or why you have trouble uh, digesting certain foods or why you have trouble just, you know, certain point of the day, you know, your energy level or your mental capacity is just like fried. These things are kind of connected and it's easier to manipulate or at least kind of work on these things when it's tangible, when you can do a physical aspect or a physical work to, you know, change that. And so what yoga did was it introduced me to ways of one, understanding what's happening in my body. Like, I I mean, I just became more mindful of my person through just through practice and through research education. You know, my teacher was very knowledgeable. Um, Well, I actually had two teachers. Um, they, they partnered up to kind of talk about different aspects of yoga. One was very knowledgeable about the, the, what is it? The anatomic structure of the body and how things move within yourself. And then one was very, she, she had more of a general knowledge on just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, they were both just really awesome individuals. Uh, shout out Margo and Kat. I don't know if they're going to be watching this one day, but I'm going to tell them that I shouted them out and I talked to them and I was really, I'm really, really happy to know Margo. Margo was like, even though, you know, it's all virtual, I've never met her in person. I'm like, yo, you're like my spirit animal. If my spirit animal was like, you know, a middle-aged white woman that lived in Portland, Oregon, because she is just such a dope individual. Like, I'm like, yo, you've done so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I could only hope to like, you know, do something like that with my yoga, my yoga fitness process. So it's, but yeah, the yoga basically showed me what it is that I can do to help myself without trying to find that external value that validation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to go shopping. I don't need to do retail therapy. I don't need to go get food. I don't need to smoke any weed or do anything else. There right. are things that I can do just taking time to be present with myself right. to heal myself, to make myself feel better, to grow myself, to just allow myself to be better than it was before I took the time out to just focus on me. Um, and I mean, a lot of people ask like, you know, like, what does that look like? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, it could just be sitting down, just thinking, meditating, uh, or being mindful of myself. Like meditation and mindfulness aren't, are not the same. I also learned that I thought that they were synonymous with each other. That was one thing that I didn't know. I didn't know, but you know, I could be just sitting down and being mindful about my breath, being Mm -hmm. mindful about how my body feels in that seated position, you know, how my, how my throat is feeling when it's inhaling and exhaling air um, how my chest my rib cages move all these things kind of compounded into a way of being 
just more present, honestly. And I think that the the presence, learning to be more present was yeah. what helped with a lot of my internal struggles, whether it be, uh, you know, anxiety or, you know, fear of what's going to happen in the future or whether it be, you know, depression, sadness or, you know, not being able to accept what came out of the past. Um, none of those things, even though they kind of have precedent right now, none of those things affect me right now because I have control over the present moment. I don't have control over the past and the future hasn't happened yet. It's not real. So I, the only reality is what's right here in front of me and I can control and manipulate that. And I was able to learn that I have total control and manipulation. You know, if, if you want to talk about, you know, I'm, I was created by God, you know, God gave me control over my present. He gave me dominion over my present moment. And through the power that he vested in me that I walk around with on a daily basis, I'm able to control and manipulate my immediate universe. And I learned that just being able to go through that education and, and getting that understanding. Um, and I, I mean, it was, I, and then full disclaimer, Everybody else in my class was not on that level of thinking. Like most of them were just like, yo, I'm just going to get this fitness certification. Right. I'm going to how to do these yoga poses. Right. But my, my, my instructor, bless her awesome heart threw all these books at me, like different knowledges of, you know, the philosophies of yoga, light on yoga. Um, there's like core power yoga. There was like, and then there's like the anatomy of yoga, which is like, you know, the internal structure of, your body in these yoga poses how you know there's all this stuff like I was just like wow I didn't even think that it would be this in depth but it was and it just opened my mind in the way that and you know in the way that the da Vinci appreciates from one perspective you know the energetic spiritual side to the musculoskeletal side to the uh, the sociological side you know yoga and how people interact you know on a daily basis I mean yoga is actually a whole religion in a lot of different places a whole philosophy and ideology that people follow and study you know from morning to night it's like islam or christianity in some places okay. um and just being able to have all of that broad uh introduction into those areas of study i was just like wow this is awesome and yoga really did give me a whole new avenue to just just a whole new rabbit hole to follow down <laughs> you know <laughs> that's how it feels that's really how it feels. Cause some days I'll be on, you know, when you when you get on YouTube or just start Googling some stuff and mm -hmm. you know, you go from one Wikipedia reference page to another to this yeah. and this. And this <laughs> and stuff. You've been online for like five hours reading up on existentialism and spirituality and you know, and how this certain yoga pose was supposed to be connected with this. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, like this is this is awesome. But it's five AM and I gotta go to work in an hour and a half. So <laughs> but you know it's 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 definitely given me a new passion when i when i feel like when i feel like the regular aspects of health and fitness don't serve me um i feel like i can tailor it off in a way that yoga does right um because it's not all about the physical exertion it's more right. so about the mind body connection Right. And the more connected my mind is with my body, I feel the more I'm capable to exert physically, the more I'm capable to do, the more work I'm capable of putting out, the more power I have, you know, all of that. <laughs> so I love your passion for what you are doing and what you've learned over the past few months, right? Like just hearing you, um, I'm hyped. And I'm not a yoga person. Like I've tried it. My youngest, she's she loves it. You know, she does her little. Oh, that's uh, awesome. How old is she? She's eight. 
Wow. See, I, you know, it's funny. I, I taught a class to a group of eight-year-olds, and that was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life, <laughs> teaching yoga to eight-year-olds. I was, I, I felt like, I felt so incompetent. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst <laughs> yoga teacher in the world. I cannot get these eight-year-olds <laughs> to do, but then I realized, and then my mom, my mom, who's in, in, in education, she's like, no, they're eight-year-olds. Every yeah. teacher will feel like the worst teacher in the world on yes. some days group of eight-year-olds. I was like, okay, mom, thank you. Yes, you got to remember their attention span. Man, fishbowl. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, and I'm up here trying to get these kids to stand in a tree pose and associate all these different poses to like animals and get them from like running around the room and stuff. And then the teacher, she's in there. You know, she. This is her forty-five minute break. She just reading her book. She don't, she's not trying to focus on nothing. She's like, "Yep, as long as they're not running out the class or setting nothing on fire, there's not. They're not her problem." So I'm the teacher now. Wow. And no, I was like, "Whew." That's, <laughs> that was. It was rough, man. It was really rough. But I made it through. Well, I'm happy you did. <laughs> um, and I'm still teaching yoga. Thank you. You didn't give up, right? I did well, not yet, you know, like maybe another class of eight-year-olds, and I might be like, all right, I need to need to time out. <laughs> so just hearing your passion and what you've learned <laughs> and the benefits that you've already told us about yoga. For the person who is maybe on the line or not sure if it's for them. From what you know right now, what would you, if I were to go and online and look for a yoga instructor, which I understand everyone is different, but for the beginner, what should I look for if I'm truly interested in trying it out for the first time? I would say the first thing you should look for is community. It's okay. And, and that is actually the most difficult thing to look for within the yoga industry because the majority of the people who are teaching or practicing yoga are Caucasian. It just, it just is. They, you know, they're all going to be white, majority women, majority of them are going to be like hyper flexible or, you know, and they're just doing this just to move their body. It's not really that much of a workout for them. And they probably weigh somewhere between about 70 to 100 pounds. So they're not even exerting that much force to you know, get their body up off the floor. But, you know, I mean, that, and I'm not even trying to stereotype. That's just what I've seen in just about every yoga class. I'm usually... Um, I'm usually the oddball, you know, in the yoga class, you know, to see this long curly hair, Afro, <laughs> light skinned guy, you know, yeah. with his shirt off, you know, and they're just like, oh, who's this guy coming in? But then they're like, shit, he actually can do what we're doing too, you know, like, all right. You know, they, you know, most of the time when they look at me, they're like, oh, here comes another guy just trying to look at the girl stretch. But no, nah, I'm really, in my, I'm really in my zone, like, focused right. on the good. like, you know, I have my eyes closed about 90% of the time. So, but um, I would say the first thing you should definitely look for is community. Um, and it, because it's like anything that's new is going to be difficult it, mm -hmm. and you're, and you're going to need to talk to people about it. I mean, you're going to need to see or have somebody, at least your, your instructor be on a level where they feel like they can come show you things. Like when in yoga teacher training, we call it adjustment. Like mm -hmm. basically if we go and touch somebody and try to help them get into the pose a little bit more correctly, or maybe help them relax a little bit more. Yeah. Some yoga teachers don't feel comfortable doing that, um, especially, you know, COVID. Um, yeah. But other people will definitely come to you and ask like, hey, do you mind if I help you out and get in this position? It's the, the willingness for people to come in and be helpful 
-hmm. that makes all the difference. I mean, when I, and, and like I said, I, I got into yoga heavily last year, but I think I first started practicing yoga in 2015 and I was at like my local YMCA and I was in there. My first class was like a hot yoga class and it was taught by one of those phenotypical skinny petite white woman. And she was just looking at me struggling. And I'm like, you know, I was actually like a lot more muscular than I am now. Um, and she was seeing me struggle. She was like, yeah, this is why, uh, she was actually trying to like call me out. She's like, this is why, you know, buff guys struggle in my class and they usually don't show up after the first day. I was like, well, this, you don't know me. Like, I'm going to come back here tomorrow and do this, man. I was there for, I think about a month straight mm-hmm. just because first day I felt like she was talking trash. And right. I was like, yeah, this lady, uh, obviously don't know who I am, but <laughs> I, that in my opinion, wasn't, um, a conducive start to yoga. That was just me personally. I just like a challenge, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't do well, actually, unless I'm being challenged. That's kind of right. like one of my toxic traits, but we can talk about that on another podcast. Um, we, <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah, I, I legitimately get bored if I'm like, okay, this is too easy. I'm out of here. Like, I'm so, but um, yeah, community is definitely a thing. The willingness to find people to help, the willingness to feel like you can talk to others in your class. We, um, it's just, it's not like your normal fitness class where you're like with around with a bunch of people and they're yelling and sweating and you know talking shit out loud to each other yeah. you know you might have a fitness coach yelling at you from across the room or something like that you know you're going up now no we're literally in a room and it's quiet there's probably like some mellow music playing in the background if any at all and your yoga instructor is talking like this and you're probably half asleep as you're moving through your poses and you don't really feel very energetic but you somehow got to stay awake the whole entire time a lot of people don't really get down with that vibe that's not my vibe at all like i don't teach that way i mean i give and and i bring a a whole different um, level of energy to yoga so that's when you go into a yoga class and you feel like okay this is how they teach but this is not my vibe that's fine. That like that's that's what you should be going for. Don't try to compromise your energy to fit that of the space. The space should be welcoming for you. Like and you, it should feel like that. Like yoga is like I said, unification, uniting. People should come to people of all different types come together in a yoga class. Like and it's you know, even though there's the phenotypical like I just described, but I've seen so many different body types, so many different colors, so many different ages. Um, you know, nationalities people who speak english don't speak english i mean there was a woman leading an english class and there was this black guy in this and i mean i said english class this yoga class and there was a black guy in there who's probably in his i want to say he was in his late 40s probably early 50s barely good shape for an older black gentleman and after the class i went up and talked to him this guy was ghani and didn't speak a lick of english but he was following along with her he was just doing everything he was doing handstands he did everything she said to do he just went with the flow and i was just like wow like he didn't even have to listen to her to really get in with it it was just tapped in but yeah man that's I would definitely say that's what you should try to look for I mean you know there's the community aspect the ability the feeling you know it's it's going to when you walk into a yoga class or a yoga studio and and I and I'm kind of biased because I've been in like different fitness gyms I feel like in any gym in any fitness arena there's going to be a vibe like it's always going to be a vibe one way or another and you know if you're walking in and you're trying to get a feel for it just if it doesn't feel the vibe isn't right for you that's okay like accept that like don't force it because that's not it's not gonna you're probably gonna get less out of it than even what you would expect to get out of it like I mean there's just you know it's just a matter of not forcing it honestly okay see dope souls community 
Even yeah. in yoga, you can find community. Isn't that Absolutely. amazing? <laughs> I mean, I to be honest with you, I am still building my community or I'm still searching for my community. I mean, I think that the fact that we have virtualized a lot of our systems, that that's mm -hmm. definitely helped. Um, the organization I shouted out earlier is definitely a full part of my community just because they're everywhere. Um, they, and they, I mean, I, I met a guy, I went out to San Francisco and I met up with a gentleman from San Francisco. He was about 40 something, black on black male, um, black gentleman. And he lived out there, showed me a great time while I was out there, brought me to a couple of different yoga studios, introduced me to some more people. I would never have had that communal experience if it weren't for that organization, the virtualization of everything. So yeah, definitely. Okay. That, that is dope. Thank you so much. So Dope Souls, for those of you that are listening, it's okay to switch in between yoga studios. Uh, just like I say with a therapist, if it's not a good fit, you can go find another one. It's okay until you find the right one. So Darnell, thank you for um, letting everyone know that you don't have to stay with the first yoga studio or community that you um, go with. You can search around until you find the right one. So Speaking of you finding your community and building your community, how are some of your classes offered? Should someone want to hop in to Da Vinci Yoga Fit and, and see what it's all about? <laughs> well, um, I'm glad you asked. Up until recently, I've been doing private one-on-one -on -one training, um, or it might be like a special group rate on training classes, um, whether it be like yoga or a mixture of yoga fitness. Um, however, I've been getting so much feedback and so much, you know, just so many requests uh, in terms of like yoga and things like that, that I'm um, currently planning to open it up uh, to be just more on a group level, whether it be via Zoom or maybe via maybe a private Facebook group and then possibly teaching um, in person in group classes. The only reason why I've done private classes so far is because I, I really appreciate the intimacy yes. of being able to impart information one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. and really give um, my, my full attention to my client or customer, whomever, mm -hmm. uh, so that, you know, that they don't, I don't know, so that they don't necessarily miss out on anything. Uh, and, but I realized that, you know, it's, there's a, a reach thing, you know, you know, more, as more people want to get involved or as more people want to take the class or whatever, it's like, okay, you know, I, I can only divide my time up so much, you know, right. for one person for an hour a day and still get my needs met. And, you know, like I said, I'm still my, my first training client. So I still got to get my, my things in and, but, yeah, here soon, I will definitely be offering group courses, group classes through Zoom, and I will also be teaching in person in maybe two different yoga studios here in Dayton, Ohio. That's where I'm located. Um, and uh, but th we're still ironing out the physical locations. There's like a lot of stuff with like, you know, have to get COVID policies and all that other stuff in place and make sure they have the right equipment for everybody and all that other stuff. Okay. So y'all keep an ear out. She speaks community because once- oh, yeah. Once it's open. <laughs> so yeah, I want you to know that it'll, it'll definitely be, uh, this is September. I think by the end of September, I should definitely have my, my Zoom classes in full effect okay. uh, just to make sure that, you know, because I was teaching, uh, doing spontaneous uh, yoga in the park classes. I just mm -hmm. sent a blast out like, hey, if anybody wants to join me, I'll be here yeah. this time, this hour. Um, but 
um i think those those same people have been hitting me up like hey when we about to get back out to doing yoga when we're gonna do this or let's let's do some some meditation or something like that i'm like you know i'm like sure i can do all of that you know let's right just gotta set it up i mean we can't do it all in my house i can't fit all y'all here so right (laughs) (laughs) so we'll figure it out but yeah i mean so far it's been a one-on-one and i've really enjoyed that but i think uh i i just realized i've just been getting called more and more to teach to more people and um I kind of got to get out of my own way to do that. But, you know, I'm slowly but surely <laughs> doing that. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, so my next question for you is how can we find you? What are some of your social media handles? Like, how can we go out and follow and or support uh, the Da Vinci Yoga Fit movement? Absolutely. Well, I'm Da Vinci Yoga Fitness um, on Instagram as well as Da Vinci Yoga underscore on Instagram. It's my personal yoga page where I just post all my stuff. Da Vinci Yoga Fitness is my, my brand page where I post a lot of stuff that's just oriented towards that. But Da Vinci Yoga underscore, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter. I just started a YouTube page, only like one video up on there. So, you know, if you guys want to like and share and check that out, you know, <laughs> help me make a million dollars off that one YouTube video, that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> but, but no, it's uh, just Da Vinci Yoga, Da Vinci Yoga Fitness, wherever you can Google me. I, apparently somebody Googled me and they found me Da Vinci Yoga Fitness. And it's just everything is just right up there. I was like, whoa, yes, we here. We made it to Google. But um yeah, that's <laughs> it's uh it's it's I, I I'm not gonna lie. Uh being that I'm I'm still under development, I mean to be honest with you, it's so this is all so new to me. I, I really didn't plan on up until this year turning myself into a brand or a business. I mean, this really just grew out of me wanting to learn how to just be my best, healthiest, fittest self, you know. And then I was like, you know, other people wanted to know. So now I'm like, yeah. Let's get out there. Let's get all the social medias locked down and yeah. YouTube and everything. So right now you can just find me, I'll say, you know, Facebook, Da Vinci Yoga, Instagram, Da Vinci Yoga underscore, Twitter, Da Vinci Yoga underscore. YouTube is Da Vinci Yoga Fitness. All right. That's where I'm, and I, uh, yeah, I actually should probably send you like one of my little business cards if you want to get it, <laughs> just to see all that on there on one page. Yep, I can do like, that. We could do that. Thank you for letting us know how to find you, how to follow you and, and what we need to, you know, keep our eye out for. And this is going to be amazing. Um, I'm excited because as soon as you say, I got a group class and I'm ready to go. I mean, and you know, my bones is a little, little shaky, but I, I want to try because I've done, you know, I've done a little of this and a little bit of that, but um, I'm all about community as well. So, you know, if the She Speaks community can get out there and, and help, you know, we, I speak for all of us when I say <laughs> we don't have a problem doing that. Hey, well, <laughs> I, I am so grateful for that, to hear that. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm here for it, honestly. I'm not trying to exclude anybody you know the community is you know just whoever feels that they want to come in and take part in this with me you know this is something that I love to do um I really do enjoy teaching and sharing my yoga journey with everyone and then um just to let you know there's a little bit of yoga for everybody it's you know there's low resistance yoga low impact there's chair yoga there's yoga I mean, you know literally just yoga you can do sitting in a chair moving around a chair it's so simple I mean, half the time you're not even supporting your own body weight um but then you know we got fit and flow yoga where we're definitely going to be pumping up getting that core active getting those legs activated going to get a little sweat in you know i got a little bit for everybody so it's definitely all, all body types all health and fitness levels are welcome 
Thank you. So with that being said, it has been a pleasure sitting and talking with you. And I'm so grateful that you took the time to share your love of community and fitness and your story with the She Speaks community. Before we wrap up this episode, can you speak life into those who are listening? Mm. Man, I... My favorite thing that I say to everybody when I feel like they're going through or when they're like, just need some encouragement, is like, just don't stop. Just keep growing, whatever it is, you know, because adversity just builds character and adversity just builds. I mean, you're not going to grow. Or you're not going to improve or just get out of whatever it is that, you know, whether it be a slump in your life, you feel like you fell into a rut, you know, or you just feel like, you know, you want to take it to that next level, you know, unless you, if you stop, you're not doing, you, you can't, you can't get there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's capable of taking breaks, resting. Rest is not something that you have to earn. Rest is something that you need. It's a requirement, you know, and I found that out from just my own personal experiences in life. So it's okay to rest. But in my opinion, it's, it's never okay to quit. And that might sound judgmental to some people that might sound a little bit too pressury or whatever. Yeah. However, I think that, you know, and my definition of quitting is death. You know, God didn't give us life to die. You know, God didn't give us, put us on this earth in order for us to just be vegetables and not right. do anything. So, I mean, just to that extent, you know, it's just okay to keep growing. It's okay to keep working. Even if you don't necessarily know where you're at, it's okay to just be in a little holding pattern. Planes be in holding patterns all the time. They got a destination to go to, but even before they land, they got the air traffic controller going to call you up and yo, your holding pattern is this. Stay right. there until, you know, you notified. You might be there for the next two to five hours in that holding pattern for real, right. which have you missing your next flight. And, but, <laughs> you know, you had to be there because right. that's just where you're at. So don't be afraid that, you know, if you're stuck in one place and, you know, you've been doing all this work, I mean, I say that because that's what I have to tell myself all the time. Right. I am, I am, I'm really kind of an impatient person and yoga has definitely helped me work on my patience, work on my level of being able to just stick to something, even though I don't know what the outcome is going to be, yeah. but you know, you're not going to get to where you want to be uh, by trying to rush through everything. You know, sometimes it's just taking being patient, just stay where you are, being comfortable in your zone. And, you know, eventually, you know, you'll look up and realize like, dang, I, I'm here. I made it. I'm, I'm right. exactly where it is that I wanted to get to, you know. So, you know, just putting that work and over time, you'll realize where it's at. It's actually um, an equation in physics for power. And um, that's something that I don't know. Another thing that I remind myself, the equation for power is just work over time. So, you know, the amount of power that you have in this current moment is just the I don't know, it's the consequence of the amount of work that you put up into up until this moment. So if you feel like you're powerless, think back and analyze how much work you've been doing in order to achieve where it is that you want to be. Uh, you feel like you want to have more power over your life or more power over your, you know, your immediate surroundings. Just try to analyze what it is that you, you need to do in order to be achieving that power. Because and But the thing that you don't need to think about is the time. Because the time is going to happen regardless. It's going to pass. <laughs> yep. It has passed. It will continue to pass. You can't do anything about time. Don't think about that. It's all about the work. And sometimes the work is physical. Sometimes the work is mental, it's spiritual. But, you know, in order to achieve that power, you got to put in the work. Well, <laughs> life has been spoken, dope souls. <laughs> uh, Darnell, thank you again for the interview. I really appreciate it. Um, sisters, 
Members of the Dope Soul crew, thank you for being a valued listener of the She Speaks podcast. Remember, we all have a story to tell and someone needs to hear yours because when they do, it's going to help them reach their destiny. And on that note, we are out. (laughs) Sis, thank you for listening to the She Speaks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media platforms with your family, friends, and coworkers. I would also love to hear how the show has impacted you in your life. Feel free to leave me a message via Anchor or follow me on Instagram at the She Speaks. Until next time, walk in who you are, adjust your crown, and stand tall, sis. We all have a story to tell, and there's someone out there who needs to hear yours. <laughs>